Joining us now, he is the 1983 and 2000 Players Championship, Hal Sutton. Hal, welcome back to the golf shop. Hello, Hal. Hello, how are y'all? Good, man. I hope you are. Oh, I'm fine. Good. Uh, Hal, I got to ask, do you sit around and, and watch uh, yeah, like, on, like on Thursday afternoon and, and giggle when you see these guys firing at that back pin and it one hops over into the backwater? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't giggle. It's never a good feeling when that happens. But do, do you watch uh, the tournament, though, Hal? I mean, do you watch these uh, the, the, the players every year? Uh, yeah, I watch some of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got really good memories there. So sure. It's uh, fun to relive that a little bit and watch everybody else's uh, memories being made. What's the, you know, we were just talking about distance, and I, I was telling Maddie that, uh, you know, earlier this week uh, there was a video of Paul Casey taking an old uh, persimmon driver with today's golf ball, and on the track, man, he, he carried one 300.1 yards. So, what what on at Sawgrass? What's kind of the one hole that you look like look at? And I know they've made some changes. What's one the one hole you look at? Like man, I cannot believe with yeah. what these guys are hitting into this hole. Yeah. You know, I was looking this last week in 1983 when I won the total distance at Sawgrass at TPC was uh, 6857 yards, wow. and this week it's like 7,100 and something right, changed. Right. It's really not a significant amount of distance that they've increased that golf course over the last 30-some-odd years. Uh, you know, one of the things, I mean, everybody talks about distance right now because Bryson is doing what he's doing. And right. Rory comes out and says that the second longest player on the tour has basically been in awe of what Bryson is doing. So I guess it's it's the talk right now. But, you know, uh, this is a great week for a guy like Lee Westwood yep. to win. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think that's a big, big story. Uh, 47 years old, he'd be the oldest winner ever at, at uh, TPC. And, you know, I think uh, distance is not the most important right. thing at TPC. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and does that prove the point? I mean, Webb Simpson came out, uh, you know, a couple months ago and was talking about, you know, it's not the club, it's yeah. not the ball, it's the golf course design. We need to put things in the way, force people to hit it in a certain spot, force certain shots. And, you know, Sawgrass really does that, is that it, it forces you to hit it into a certain spot, to have an angle to a green. It forces you to lay up in a certain spot or take a chance and, if you don't execute, you can make a, you know doubles, triples, and obviously on the 17th, you can make an 11 real quick. Yeah, but when you hear Webb Simpson say that, it's almost like he's saying, let's trick up these golf courses to make it more difficult for the pros. I don't see it that way. I mean, Sawgrass is is one of the best layouts, maybe maybe the best golf course in, in the world. I don't know. That's what they were talking about yesterday, Hal. Well, so I, I have a different take on this. Okay. Pete Dye was way ahead of his time. Way he was the ahead. first person – that really understand point A to point B to yep. point C. Yep. You know, the mathematicians today are trying to say a angles don't matter. Well, go to TPC. And tell <laughs> exactly. Me that don't matter. Yeah, my ninety seven you know, was good got there. People in the game right now trying to carve their niche into it, right. With not nearly as much knowledge as a lot of other people That's have. That's so true. And you know, I think 
here's here's a I mean Rory McIlroy is one of the best players in the world. Yep. Maybe has the best swing in the world, and for him to admit that he got caught up in this uh, whirlwind of distance when he's the second longest player on the tour is really appalling to yeah. me. And you know he he should be marching to the beat of his drum and having other people march to the beat of his drum instead of what marching to the beat of Bryson's yeah, drum. exactly. And so the world needs to look at this. I think there's a big message in this right now. Play your own game. Thank you. Do you, do you think maybe Dustin Johnson maybe woke Rory up a little bit? Because DJ, when asked about it, said, I don't, I don't really care about to hit it that far. I just want to hit it in the fairway. Yeah. I mean, that if that doesn't scream to Rory like, hey, dude, what are you doing? I don't know what does. Well, I don't know. You know, to me, I think Rory's been trying. He's been reading social media. He's been reading yep. everybody, everything that everybody else says. And to be honest with you, Everybody's got an opinion out there, but don't know a lot about the game. Yeah, and Rory needs to start listening to people that know a lot about right. the game right. already. And you know, instead of the masses, that's what social media has done. Yep. Everybody thinks that they have a voice now that counts. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm, how, how it's been true in every era of of good golf, where chasing distance has never really worked. I mean, never really worked. Don't you agree with that? I mean, if, I mean, look at what John Daly did. Now that's a whole different case, I know, but he was long, but he wasn't in contention every week. At least Bryson sort of is con- in contention lately. This is not a golf course I think is uh, that he's going to end up well on for the next two days, though. Well, honestly, I don't. Th- I mean, no offense to John Daly. Right. I'm not. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. No offense. Right. But John Daly's level of commitment is in uh, one finger of, of, of Bryson's. Yes, I agree. Level of commitment. I, I agree. And, you know, no one, distance has never worked for him. It's working for Bryson right now. Yeah. And, you know, that's what's got everybody's attention. And um, it's certainly got the novices attention i didn't think it had some of the best players in the world's attention but i guess i was wrong (laughs) again talking to two-time players champion hal sutton and hal we we know about 17 at sawgrass when you go around that golf course and you're in contention what's the what's the other shot that is one that you really have to pay attention on or it's going to jump up and bite you on that golf course well, the the second most obvious is the tee shot on eighteen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's a tough tee shot if you're going to stand up there, uh, fire it down the middle of the fairway. If you if you pull a three wood or an iron and kind of hit it down the right center, not nearly as difficult. But uh, if you're going to hit it down there where you've got a shorter iron into the green, then you got to really hit a you know almost a, perfect yeah a premium tee shot. Right. Right, and you know, obviously, going back to your win in two thousand, uh, the runner-up in that event was none other than Tiger Woods. And what um, was there? You know, that's the two thousand is probably one of the greatest years of anybody ever having, and in, in, in the one that Tiger Woods had. I mean, what, what, did that make it that much better? That victory of of not only the, the the event that you're winning, but who you're taking down in the process. Well, obviously, because yeah. you know, <laughs> Tiger was beating everybody at the time you know davis love had a three-shot lead on him at bay hill the week before and tiger i don't remember what tiger shot but it was real low and 
you know, came from behind and beat Tiger, I mean, beat Davis. And, you know, Colin Montgomery had made the statement that everybody was playing for second yeah. uh, compared to Tiger. So, you know, there are a few people that come along every now and then that make the world listen by what they're doing. And we're in the midst of it right now with Bryson. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, uh, Tiger was telling everybody that uh, y'all stay tuned because I'm I'm fixing to beat everybody. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, when he came out there, he came out there with no regard for the game or anything else. He came out there saying, I'm fixing to dominate. Yeah. And that took everybody by surprise. Yep. And, you know, no one had ever come out there and made the brash remarks, I'm going to dominate. I'm going to win by a bunch. And Tiger did, and he lived up to that. Yeah. It, it also prevented me from being a fan for the first four or five years of his play because I just didn't like that as a, as a traditionalist. I don't like that kind of talking golf. <laughs> well, and, and, and I think, uh, to be honest with you, half of the world didn't and half the world loved it. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to step out there on a limb, and I'm going to tell you, you know, I was a huge Jack Nichols fan. Yep. He, he was my idol, as a matter of fact. But I have to tell you something. I don't think anybody – has ever played the game in a more dominant fashion than Tiger Woods has. And, I mean, you know, he he had uh, – his only weakness was he would hit erratic drives. Yep. But there was no place that he feared being. And I want to, I want to reemphasize that. He feared no shot. Right. And, I, and that's why he was able to do what he was able when, to do. When I became a fan of his was at Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open – and, you know, winning by, what, 12 or 13 shots. And his whole goal on the last day, because he already had it won, was just to not make a bogey. And he grinded and grinded, Hal, and didn't make a bogey all day. He said that was one of the greatest victories in his life as far as uh, goal setting went. You know, that's just impressive. Well, I mean, that was, I, I said this earlier, and I'm going to say it one more time. No one has ever lived, I don't think, that never lost sight of his goals right. from start to finish. And, you know, Tiger, Tiger had very few lapses in his life, mm -hmm. you know, uh, unless they were self-induced, right. Yeah. Golf wise. Right. Golf wise. Well, Hal, man, we always appreciate you coming on and chatting with us and we look forward to it again soon and, uh, have a good one and have fun watching the players this weekend. All right. Y'all too. Thanks a Thank lot. Thank you, Hal. Uh-huh.